It's time for Fat Dude Digs Flicks with your host, Andy the Fat Dude. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an all-new episode of Fat Dude Digs Flicks. I am your resident fat dude, Andy, coming to you recorded from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Uh, I listened back to my last episode, and I have a couple of a couple of complaints. <laughs> uh, I feel like I got extremely high pitched quite often uh, during the podcast. I don't really know exactly why. I think it was partially uh, due to nerves of recording in my work parking lot. Like, I just kind of sit here for a little bit and talk, and I think there were people walking by and all that nonsense, and so I kind of was like, oh, I gotta do this fast! So I kind of high-pitched it up a little bit. I'm gonna try very hard not to do that because I think it makes everything very shrill. I'm also trying to figure out where the best place to keep my phone is so that I can talk and not like blow out your eardrums. Uh, this is, this is constantly a work in progress. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, it's always going to shape and evolve and I'm always going to learn exactly what it is, uh, that works best for this whole thing. So, thanks for going with me on this journey. Uh, the other thing that I, I noticed is that I think I put the ending music in the middle and then again at the end. Uh, I think I put the ending music after the commercial and then came back and did that last segment and then put the ending music again. Oops. I, I don't... Uh, oops. <laughs> so I, I hope... I hope that you saw that there was like another 10 plus minutes left uh, and so you didn't just shut it off after you heard that first outro theme so yeah I mean all I really can say is oops uh, sorry Uh, I'll try not to do it again Uh, yeah welcome back to Fat Dude Digs Flicks Uh, it's another let's talk about it episode I don't really know how to like the the general thing is this is a fat dude digs flicks project but my podcasts are let's talk about whatever the subject is and that's all because i really like tacos like really i really like tacos i like tacos i'm fat uh, i like movies you know you know the whole taco scale anyway but that's that's the that's what these things are called let's talk about but it's basically it's fat dude digs flicks so i, I don't really know what exactly to call it uh when i start so it's just it's just fat dude it's just fat dude digs flicks you you know it you know it um I want to talk right off the back, right off the bat, uh, about some cool developments that are kind of happening here in Sioux Falls. It's all kind of like low key, ground level, like right at the surface right now. But I think we have enthusiastic parties involved to kind of branch it out a little bit. Uh, so last week or. Two weeks ago, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, my friend Jameson, uh, SD Film Thoughts, uh, got me in touch with his cousin-in-law, uh, Blake, who we we all started kind of talking together about what we could do to kind of 
build the Sioux Falls film community just as a group of people that really enjoy watching movies uh, and just kind of talking about things and, and seeing, you know, what's going on. Uh, you know, how we can share our interests together and kind of, there, there are a whole bunch of different projects going on in the area. Well, I mean, we didn't know that yet. So let me, let me, let me go in order here. So we wanted to try and find a way to make it so that people in Sioux Falls that were interested in films, interested in cinema, uh, could kind of have a place where they could, uh, go to talk about it and we could maybe create a critic circle here in Sioux Falls, uh, so that we could get access to screeners, to showings, to various things like that, just so that we could be able to really do something with our love of movies. Uh, and that got me thinking, I've got a bunch of ideas that I would like to do that I won't talk about just yet, but it got me thinking because I had just found on Facebook, uh, another group or another couple of people who were putting together a, uh, same kind of thing. Uh, there's a podcast called Backlot 605. It is a lot of fun. It's another group of two people, uh, Brian and Casey, right? Brian and Casey. And they, uh, also are big fans of movies. And so every podcast episode, they do a review and post that. So it's another, uh, set of eyes and ears watching different movies. And I think they kind of are doing, you know, the more, uh, mainstream stuff, the stuff that, not even the mainstream stuff, but just stuff that, that pops up in theaters, and, you know, that's kind of what I do here, too, but I also try and go off on little rants from time to time, and I think they do the same thing. Uh, so they've got Backlot 605 that they are doing, which I would definitely say like, subscribe, give them a listen, because any more ears on South Dakota people that really like movies, that, that really helps this cause, this kind of general thing to, to, to boost up our film community here. Uh, yeah, so listen to them, like them. They started another Facebook group, uh, Facebook page called Sioux Falls Film Community, where it's basically people that like movies that want a place to talk about it and, you know, want to know stuff that's showing, want to know movie news, want different reviews, things like that. So they've got that Facebook page, uh, Sioux Falls Film Community, and a Facebook group, some Sioux, Fa Sioux Falls Film Community. Uh, so if you're on Facebook, I would say definitely give, give them a follow. Keep an eye on this stuff. That's basically what this is getting at. I want you to keep an eye on all the stuff that we're doing on Facebook with Sioux Falls Film Community, with Backlot 605, with Fat Dude Digs Flicks, because I feel like we are starting to dip our toes into a bigger pool here, and we would really like to make something of this. We'd really like to be able to have fun and enjoy and kind of grow this 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 love for the arts here in Sioux Falls. Um, I, I don't know how many people listen to this outside of the South Dakota area, and how many people that that listen that do listen to it outside of the South Dakota area have never been here. Uh, but man, we're, we're, we're not super small town community. Like most, a lot, a good portion of South Dakota. Okay. Most of South Dakota is like small town, small town, small town. Like, and when I say small town, it's like, you know, 500 people, maybe sometimes even smaller, sometimes slightly bigger. 
Like South Dakota is is a, a, a connection of small towns after small towns. Well, Sioux Falls is the biggest city on the east side of the Missouri River. On the west side of the Missouri River, there's Rapid City, which is the biggest city on that side of the river. But but I also feel like 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 West River also has a bunch of bigger cities, and maybe I'm just maybe I'm just wrong because you know I think of uh, Rapid City, uh, Deadwood, Spearfish, uh, Sturgis, which I'm sure those are much smaller. Those other ones are smaller than Rapid City by quite a bit, but I think of them. But on this side of the river, I'm giving you geography lessons on a movie podcast. You really don't give a shit, I know. But I'm still going to do it. I'm, I'm drawing a picture in your brain. So you've got Sioux Falls. You go north. There's Brookings, which is a, a college town. Uh, you go a little bit further north. There's uh, Watertown and Aberdeen, which are kind of like... They're small towns, but I mean they're like communities. Uh, let's go back down, back south, down the interstate. Once you get to back to Sioux Falls, we're gonna start heading west. Uh, there's Mitchell, which is another bigger city. We're gonna take Mitchell back. We're gonna head back to Sioux Falls. So we're heading east now. Now we're going. We're back in Sioux Falls. We're gonna go south. Uh, south of Sioux Falls is Vermilion, which is another college town. So on this side, I mean, there, there's more. We're we're East East Rivers East Rivers better. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just gonna <laughs> lay that out there. There is a weird kind of like battle between the sides of the river. I, I think most states kind of have that in-state rivalry, depending on you know whatever your your business is. We've got East River and West River, and uh, Sioux Falls is better. Uh, so. But I'm I'm getting to that to kind of say that you know we're we're really a a small state with not a lot of exposure to the arts, uh, and I mean we've we've got a, a a community that is starting to grow as far as like theater goes. There are art galleries. I mean there there, there are art galleries at like coffee shops, but it's still it's art. So I mean that's something. There are there are dance places that have dance recitals. Like there is a thriving art community here. Uh, when I talk about theater stuff, there are groups in town that have started kind of risen from nothing, uh, just based on a passion for theater. There's one called the Good Night Theater Collective. They do a bunch of cabarets where it's just a group of people that are singing various show tunes. Uh, they they do original musicals. So I mean that's cool. There's this group called the Monster theater company and they are doing they've got some original stuff but a lot of like kind of uh edgier uh you know plays that you can put together that you just need a love for theater and a love for the arts and i think that's so awesome that we have that in this community i think what we're what we're lacking to an extent is a film community. Now, they, they, we have a, there's a South Dakota Film Festival that I have not been to, so that makes me bad. I get that. Um, and we have two groups in the area, in Sioux Falls, that do special screenings of movies. Uh, there's a group called Cinema Falls, and there's a group called Indie Events, and they will play like particular movies that, that they can secure the rights to, but they only do one showing of it on one day. So, I mean, you really have to act fast to get the tickets, and you have to be in luck to be able to attend those screenings. 
I typically am out of luck because uh, Cinema Falls tends to do theirs on Sunday evenings uh, right before I go to work. So, I mean, if I... I live on the other side of town from where they usually do it, so I don't... I'm not able to go, you know, leave the theater and get to work on time. Uh, So I can't do the Cinema Falls screenings. Indie events, I really like what they do, and I like... I like the heart behind it, uh, but it's it's on Wednesday nights, which is the end of my overnight shift, so sometimes on Wednesday I am just too exhausted to go out. Uh, it's also, I'm not knocking indie events at all, because I think, I, I, like I said, their heart is in the right place, and I love that they're doing this, but it's, it's at the, it's, they've, they're able to secure the bottom level of a bar, uh, and the seating is bar stools, and it's kind of on like a you know projector. So I mean, it, it's it's not the most ideal setup. I think it's great because I got to see two movies that I really enjoyed uh, through indie events this year. But man, it would just be awesome if there was some way for all of us to kind of pool together to do something a bit bigger, to to to, to wild out, so to speak. To just kind of make this community grow and watch more movies, have more opportunity to watch more movies. Man, that would just be perfect. Like, that would be the dream for me. So, I don't know. I, who knows exactly what we're going to be able to do with this. Uh, but I think there, I think there's a sense of strength in numbers. I think, you know, I want to I make Fat Dude something huge. But I also want this to thrive. I'd like Backlot 605 to do well. I'd like Sioux Falls Film Community to do well. I'd like us all to do well, because I think if we all do well, you know, it's going to benefit every other party. So you'll probably hear me promote Backlot 605 and the Sioux Falls Film Community uh, and whatever Jameson and Blake and, or, you know, I think Blake was talking about starting his own uh, podcast. So if, if that comes to fruition... You'll hear me plug the hell out of that, too. I'm just trying to grow this community. And I know there's another one out there. That's, I think it's called the Dakota Boys, which I haven't had a chance to listen to yet, but I see it on Facebook. So I will have to give them a listen and maybe reach out to them so I can extend even more, like, trying to grow this community. So, <laughs> starting off with all of that, uh, you kind of know where my head's at. Uh, and it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's fun to try and to, to talk to people and network with people and just see that we all have this uh, common love for movies and we want to be able to share that. I mean, that's what it is mostly. I mean, it's just wanting to share that love of movies with other people. And my big thing is that I always want to expose uh, people to films that they may have never heard of, may, may never have heard of, uh, and filmmakers that they've never heard of, which leads me to this week's episode. So I had the opportunity, I, when when Filmstruck shut down last week, uh, I wanted to go out on a bang, you know, I, I spent all of November trying to cram as much Filmstruck in as I possibly could, um, and the final night like I watched one movie that really I didn't like (laughs) and I feel bad no I don't feel bad for not liking it it's just sometimes there are classics that are you want to resonate with you a certain way and they don't and it kind of makes you wonder what you missed uh so I did not like Dangerous Liaisons the 1988 kind of uh um you know wicked romantic 
you know, sexual French thingy, <laughs> just kind of drama, wicked drama. Uh, it didn't, it didn't work for me. There were, there had some issues with it. Uh, but I also watched uh, some of the short films of director Jim Cummings. Uh, Jim Cummings is a writer, director, actor, uh, and Filmstruck put a bunch of his works on there as kind of a way to get your attention for a new upcoming filmmaker uh, because he had a feature film that was just released this year as well called Thunder Road. Uh, I wanted to watch the short films first. I, I'd started to hear uh, on on Twitter uh, people talking about how much they really enjoyed Thunder Road. Uh, so I wanted to give that a shot, but I wanted something to start with. And since his movies were on Filmstruck, that's where I decided to start. And man, oh man, this was a great decision. Uh, Filmstruck is shut down, but you can still find these short films. I think all of them are on Vimeo. Uh, you can probably find them on YouTube. I know that Minutes, which is the collection of six of them, is on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, so definitely look for Minutes if you're a Prime member. It is, uh, what is it? I would say maybe an hour and a half long uh, because it's a collection of six short films that run between 10 and 20 minutes each. Uh, and I'll run down what's what's in that. Uh, but first I'm going to talk about, I think it is called Still Life, is what the overall series is. And it consists of three short films. All of his short films kind of tackle an issue or, or present an issue from a different kind of point of view. Uh, and Still Life has three stories. Uh, the first one is called It's Alright, It's Okay. Now, it is... I... I it's tough because I think it will resonate with you more if you don't really know what's coming. Uh, but it is a story of CPR. Uh, Jim Cummings in an interview said that he, you know, he likes to kind of take you on a journey where you have one thing and it represents something else. And It's Alright, It's Okay comes from the song Staying Alive, which if you've taken a CPR course, you learn that you need to do the chest you know, the, 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 the chest compressions set to the beat of staying alive. And so it opens up with a character trying to save another character's life by doing the chest compressions for it's all right, or for, for staying alive. This is a three minute long short that really takes you on a journey. And, you know, if you, you watch it once, then you go back, you can kind of see the big surprise. But at first, you're not looking for it. So it makes it, it makes it a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I really like this short. I think this is a very clever, uh, just, it, it's funny, but it's also smart. Like, there's there's a lot to say in this this little three-minute short. And I think it, it's fun that he can craft an entire world that, that we know, that we're used to, uh, and that is kind of resonant in our times uh, in just three minutes. It, it's really impressive. Uh, so that's the first part of Still Life. Uh, it's all right. It's okay. The second one was called Hydrangea. Hydrangea, based off of the flower. Uh, I don't know flowers, so I'm not going to get that name right. Uh, and it's it's kind of about what our roles are, who we are to different people. It's a twisty, turny, uh, kind of a, a little bit of a mind fuck as to where exactly, you know, where the people are, what exactly is happening, what their relationships really are. Uh yeah, it's it's fine. I did not like this one as much. I didn't really... Maybe it was because I didn't quite click with it. Uh, but 
I thought it was still good. I thought it definitely showed promise and potential for what Jim Cummings is capable of. Uh, the next one, though, made me cry. Oh, and I, I feel bad because at the top of my head, I can't remember what it's called. Let's take a look here. Go with me on this journey while I figure out what the name of this short film was. Uh, let's see here. Still Life. Uh, the story of this last one was... Um, there is a social media influencer who discovers they have, I believe, cancer or some kind of disease, and so the social media influ- influencer uh, decides that they are going to kill themselves with the help of their brother, uh, and it is a really funny uh, short about kind of dealing with that, but also um, it is very sad. Like, I found myself really, um, really overcome with, with this, with emotion from this one. Just because of the relationship between the two brothers, uh, and the way that it ends. It's called The Mountains of Morn. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this is, this one's really good. Um, it's another, it's, it's, I think it's about 12 minutes long. That doesn't sound right. It's 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 a short film. That's really all you need to know. I don't really need to go off on length of these. Um, but yeah, if you can find... I would say go on Vimeo. Search for... It's alright, it's okay. Hydrangeas. Hydrangea. And then The Mountains of Morn. I definitely like the two bookends a lot. And I think maybe I'll give Hydrangea another shot. Uh, but yeah, this is... I think this is the first series of shorts that he did. He did the short film of Thunder Road first, looking, going back and looking at his filmography. That one came in 2016, and then Still Life was in 2017. Uh, but this shows incredible potential for a filmmaker. And man, like, just the richness of the stories that he's able to tell in such a short amount of time, that, that doesn't stop. Like, that, that, that continues into his next series, which I will talk about after this. Hey there, podcast listeners. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And we're your hosts of A Piece of Pie, the queer film podcast. Every episode, we're going to take two movies or more, compare them, contrast them, and talk about them. Sometimes we talk about things like Terrence Malick and his use of handheld cameras or his sparse dialogue. And sometimes we talk about Alex Garland and how he mirrors things in both story and visuals. Sometimes we just talk about Chris Evans and his butt. Or Meryl Streep and how she might have farted her way to an Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So join us. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that might just be you, James. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All right, welcome back, everybody. I uh, hope you enjoyed the little break. Uh, I'm going to move right into Minutes, which is a collection collection of six short films. Uh, all of these short films, and I, I believe the uh, the three in Still Life are also done all in one shot. It's all in one take, and Minutes deals with these characters who are all experiencing these kind of pivotal moments in their lives. And again, they, these ones also deal with uh, different issues that, that plague people, that plague our culture. And they, they can be anything from very grand scale to even uh, minor scale as to relationships and 
and trying to achieve some sort of success. With these ones, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of try and try and blow through them relatively quickly. I'll give you a little bit more feedback on the ones that I really responded to, uh, and then the other ones I'll just kind of I'll mention. I still think you should watch all of them, even the ones that maybe I didn't really react to as much, um, because I liked all of them. Like all across the board, I liked them. I just there were more. There were ones that I liked more, uh, and so those ones I'll spend a little bit more time on. And then the ones that I didn't like as much. I, that that feels so negative. Anyway, the ones I didn't like as much, I won't spend as much time on. So uh, we'll start off. Minute starts off with the robbery. Uh, it is the story of a young meth addict who takes an Uber to a gas station, finds out that her pit bull was uh, taken to the pound, and she has to come up with the money to get it out. This short is shockingly hilarious. Like, it is kind of gruesome, and just, it's a lot of fun. Uh, You're kind of left wondering how bad can it get, and it keeps getting pretty bad. And I think because this woman is hopped up on meth, it's almost as if it doesn't phase her. Uh, but she decides to rob this gas station. And the results aren't quite, I think, what she had in mind. This is so much fun. Like, it is, it is just a fun short um, that has a lot of interesting twists to it. That's the thing. It's like, I want to recommend these to you, but I don't want to go so far in detail that I ruin every little bit to you. That's the hard thing about not wanting to spoil stuff. Because, like, not everybody enjoys that, you know, it doesn't matter if you know the ending, it's still the journey that matters. And I I get that. I still don't like to be spoiled. I still don't like to have things ruined for me. But, you know... The ending, knowing the ending is one thing, it's the journey that got me there. Going into Titanic, I knew the ship was going to sink, how was I going to get there? And every so often, my mind changes on if they did so successfully or not. That's a different story for a different day. So, The Robbery, I think that one is a really great way to start off this series, just because it is so out there. Uh, Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. That one goes into Marty Hart's Kate, I believe is what it is called. Uh... A guy is... He gets dumped pretty harshly. And, um, yeah, he has to kind of uh, work the night at his restaurant. He is getting promoted. He's a waiter. And he's moving up the chain at this restaurant. And his girlfriend comes in. And it just kind of follows what happens at this restaurant uh, when everything hits the fan all at once. This one is good. I don't think it's as good as the robbery. I think its ending is very artsy <laughs> and and is going for something deep. Uh, for me, it just it never quite never quite gets to where I was hoping. That's not you know that's not a crack on the short film. I think that's more you know my whatever my expectations were. And I think also because I enjoyed the robbery so much, I was kind of hoping for it to just go forward from there. This one's fine if you're a, if you're a Shakespeare fan, especially King Lear, you will definitely enjoy this one. Uh, again, I liked it not as much as the robbery. The next one, however, parent teacher, 
is incredible. Uh, Parent teacher is the story of like a new teacher who is in charge of kind of uh, hosting his first ever uh, parent-teacher night. Not so much parent-teacher conferences because he's not meeting with people one-on-one. He's just having a general meeting to talk to the parents. And it is a short that kind of shows where our education system is right now. And perhaps one of the reasons it might be where it is is because parents think their kids are perfect when they are not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, this the guy who plays the teacher in this short is awesome. Just awesome. And you feel for him every step of the way because these parents become more and more like children as the short goes along. Like, this this one is really something special. And just his... He has moments of delivery of his lines that are just so perfect. Like, just spot-on incredible. So I, I really enjoyed this one. I, I think this is probably my favorite. What the heck was that? Sorry for the jump. <laughs> it, like, felt like my car door opened. There's nobody there. That's weird. That's real weird. Anyway, I'm good. Everything's okay. Or maybe someone tried to open my car door, but it finally thawed. Like, a couple days ago, and so now it's it's open. Yeah, hold on. We're going to get through this together, folks. Yeah, that was easy enough. Uh, no, door is still ajar. Oh, that's not good. That's not that door. How about this door? There, that did it. That was fun. I'm glad we were all able to go through that moment together. Uh... Yeah, Parent Teacher is great. Parent Teacher is a lot of fun. Uh, that's one that I would... That's, it's probably my favorite of this whole group. So I would strongly recommend uh, watching Parent Teacher. Because, like I said, the, the, the teacher's performance is just incredible. Uh, very, very funny. Uh, after that is The Stop, I believe. No, it's it's Corey. Corey's coming over. Corey comes to Christmas. Again, this is another one. I don't know. I just... It didn't really... I didn't really feel like I went anywhere. I felt like I got what it was going for, just how difficult it is to deal with family sometimes for certain families over the holidays, uh, especially if maybe you've had some issues in the past. Like, I get that. Some families have problems. But it, it never really... I didn't really get it. I didn't really. It didn't really speak to me. I thought the performances were fine. It was fun to see the guy from uh, It's All Right, It's Okay again. I think I'm right. I think I was right. I think he was also in It's All Right, It's Okay. Uh, let's take a look here. Just because we can. Just because we can. Just because we can. Oh, yeah. Yep. Same guy. Uh, yeah. It was fun to see him in this again. Uh, but, yeah. Overall, I don't know. It just wasn't my favorite. The next one was also good. The next one was called The Stop. And that was one that I liked because it was an acid trip uh, from someone who gets, you know, if you get pulled over by the cops and you're high on acid and just how crazy that whole scenario plays out. Yeah, this one was just funny. I mean, there wasn't anything really deep to it, but it was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. Not really, again, it's one that there's not really a whole lot to talk about. But it was fun, so definitely watch the stop. Uh, and the last one was going back here. Uh, the last one was called Native Stand Up. This one is really good too. Uh, it's 
it's another one, and I'll get into this when I talk about Thunder Road here in a little bit. It's one that that's funny, but it's also really poignant. The 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 jokes. It's about a, a Native American stand-up comic who is kind of dealing with you know perception uh, based upon his race and how the audience looks at him. Uh, and what life is like for him to try and find a way to make money uh, by being a stand-up comic. Uh, And it shows that, you know, not only is his life tricky because of, you know, his race and what his situation is in life, but then he has to try and succeed as a stand-up comic, which is uh, widely discussed as an industry that is very difficult to make it in. Uh, yeah, this is a really poignant short. Uh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, you'll you'll come to find with this series, I was more entertained by a lot of the the really funny ones. Uh, but this one, it, it, I think, because of how it ended, everything kind of clicked into place, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that was also how the, uh, the, the, the one in still life, with how that ended, with the, the assisted suicide, that uh, was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's when you have those moments, those kind of uh, uh, epiphanies where you feel like you, you're so moved that you actually have to speak, <laughs> like, even if you're sitting by yourself watching these, but you find yourself compelled to make a, a, some kind of audi- audible, like, sound... That, that means somebody's doing their job correctly. Uh, so yeah, Minutes is available on Amazon Prime. I highly recommend checking that one out. If you're a Prime member, you don't have to pay for it. I mean, you're already paying for the Prime membership. This one is just there for you to find. I'm sure you can rent this one too on demand somewhere. Uh, but I think it's also available on Vimeo. So just give it a look. Look, look for Minutes. And now, let's get into a full-length, well... The movie's full length. My review is going to be short, short, sweet, and to the point one more time. Uh, but let's take a look at Thunder Road. Honey, honey, I, I'm really not going to be good at this kind of stuff. Yeah. You want me to leave the light on in the hallway for you? It's fine. All right. I'm going to bed, honey. Good night. I love you. So that was the trailer to Thunder Road, the feature film debut from Jim Cummings. Uh, And I want to just take, I'm going to take a real short amount of time to plug this movie because, yeah, I've been talking for a while. And I do that just because I get really excited. And and if if you get nothing else from this podcast, like I at least hope that you take with you that maybe you should try and check these films out because this is a great up-and-coming filmmaker uh, who's doing some really great work. Thunder Road is probably the most hilarious tragedy uh, that I think I've seen ever. Uh, I, I was thinking this morning about what I could compare it to, and I think it's you know, graduate level uh, type stuff, how it deals, you know, it's very funny, but it also has this kind of tragic uh, undercurrent to it of, of, of sadness and melancholy. Um, and it's just 
wonderful. This is just such a wonderful movie. Uh, Jim Cummings plays Jim, a police officer uh, who has uh, experienced the death of his mother and the uh, dissolution, the dissolving of his marriage. Uh, and is kind of dealing with that. Uh, he wants to be able to still take care of his daughter. Uh, his job as a police officer uh, hit some bumpy spots, uh, and it's not quite as easy as it once was. Uh, and it's just this this kind of series of terrible things happen to this man. But it's presented in such a way where you kind of you can kind of laugh about it. And I think that's what makes it so realistic. It feels so genuine. It's because I don't know how frequently shit happens to you in your lives. Uh, just terrible things happen. But in order to get through them, you have to laugh. And I think that's what's kind of permeated the majority of his work. Is this just that ability to laugh in the face of tragedy. And that's what this is, just on a grander scale. And man, he makes this this 90-minute movie move so fast. It's never dull. It just deals with humanity on a completely different level. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything about it. But it is. It's it's one of those movies where it's just like, man, can anything else happen to this guy? Can he go through anything else? And the answer to that is, yep. Yep, he sure can. Uh, but yet, somehow, even through his struggles, he fights to try and find a way to, to keep going. And, you know, I, I kind of look at it and I'm like, man, if I were this guy, I don't know that I could do that. Uh, but yeah, this is a really wonderful movie. Um, it's not streaming anywhere for free. So, I mean, it's something that you have to pay for to watch. Uh, but it's totally worth it. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I really want to say about Thunder Road. It feels bad to kind of give this one a short shrift in, in comparison to these short films. But it's... Because it's relatively new, and because it's out there so people can see it, I don't want to spoil it so much. Um, it, it's wonderful, and it, it's uh, if you watch the short film uh, and then watch the feature-length film, you know, there are differences between the two. And, uh, yeah, it, it has... <laughs> It, there's this the, the the opening of the film is with his uh, eulogy for his mother's funeral, uh, much like the 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 short film is, uh, and uh, some 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 things just go wrong during it, and yet he still is determined to get this speech out. You know, he finds himself distracted by things, so he goes off on tangents, and then uh, things suck, and then he's got to try and deal with it, and it's just it's a uh, it's. It's a comedy of errors mixed with a life tragedy. And, yeah, I, I, I've kind of, like, really developed a huge professional, like, uh, affinity for this guy. Like, I really want to see more works of this film. And I just heard about him by chance. Like, Film Twitter had been talking about him for a while. Uh, not, not for a long time, but just over the course of the last couple weeks especially, his name has really been pushed up there. And uh, I, I wanted to watch it, and I did. I'm so glad that I did. Um, I would really highly recommend uh, Thunder Road especially uh, to try and, you know, that you try and get that in before the year's end. If you can't get it in before the years and if you don't really care about that where you need to see stuff that came out this year before the end of the year definitely watch this just catch it sometime this year uh or 
catch it sometime as soon as you can uh, because it's just fantastic. He's he's a real talent, and I think it it's someone that you should uh, keep your eye on uh, because I you know I'm just some schmo sitting in my car in South Dakota, uh, but I think this guy is a talent that that really will will blow up somewhere over the next few years because he is just he makes some really wonderful movies and I'm I'm a huge fan even after a bunch of shorts and one movie so I look forward to seeing what else he can do but I'm going to go ahead and wrap that up uh, wrap this podcast up since we're about 40 minutes I want to try and get done within 45 minutes because no one's going to listen to that much uh, yeah you can find me on Facebook Instagram Twitter uh, just search for Fat Dude Digs Flicks uh, follow, the, follow me there like some posts if you want to have a conversation please do so um, like this podcast subscribe to this podcast leave a review of this podcast I want to figure out what I need to do to get more listeners other than trying to find a set format so yeah just, just do what you can if you want to give me a review or, or uh, you know, rate it, that would be awesome. Uh, for anyone who wants to start just some kind of a general, general conversation, want to lobby some recommendations or something like that, uh, you can email me at fatdudigsflicks at gmail.com. If you feel like throwing a, uh, you know, Fandango or Cinemark gift card my way or an Amazon gift card my way to kind of uh, attach that to your recommendations, I promise to do a podcast and review on anything that you recommend if you throw a few bucks my way i'm not going to try and uh, get money out of you if you don't have it because i know how that goes uh but you know it costs money to see movies and it costs money to to host a podcast and all that stuff and if you want to throw just a couple bucks my way feel free again you don't have to you really don't i just appreciate you listening i really do uh so yeah that's gonna do it for this episode of fat dude digs flicks thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of your week you for listening to Fat Dude Digs Flicks.